one thing I've learned after all these years, you're gonna save yourself a whole lot of tears. Don't try to figure out who was wrong and who was right. Got them moving along, baby. the punches hi everybody your old friend mike houlihan welcome back to hibernian radio this is show number 259 coming at you from the bunker brought to you by madden funds local 150 foxes pizza flood brothers and guinness is good for you and the show every night every saturday night from seven to eight on global irish radio gir.ie and then every sunday it's on hibernianradio.org for your podcast pleasure so we're welcoming home an old pal. He's back again in I'm the back. bunker. Yeah, Duke Lynch, <laughs> James Duke Elmo Lynch. Welcome, Thank you. Welcome back, pal. Hey, it's nice to be here. Always great to see you. I uh, hope you're enjoying your you enjoyed your holiday season. I don't I love this weather. Oh, it yeah, is right. so good. It, for it's, those who don't know, it was like ten below yesterday. It's about <laughs> ten today, and it's brutal. And we're going to get some more snow tonight too. Oh, that's so. what they say. Yeah. You know, we go sketching on the back of those cars. Yeah, tomorrow. I did a lot of that as a kid. We I did a lot of that. I yeah. can't believe we did that. I tripped over the sewer on 71st Street, but I couldn't let go of the car because there was a car behind me. Yeah, when you hit uh, a sewer, it's yeah, like, you're it was not a, sketching it was, anymore. It's a little you're... tough. I hit my chin on the oh, yeah. car, too. <laughs> Maybe that explains a lot of things. See, we, our friend, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah Hand is here, yeah. and when we were kids, when it snowed like this, we would run out and jump on the backs of cars and go down the street on the best were the Cadillacs with the fins oh yeah grab onto the fins and go down the street you know what I had a friend who was killed by a Cadillac and this is not I told you that story right Uh, it pierced his pierced uh, his heart pierced his heart he and his brother were playing catch on the street and he ran Uh, from bizarre I know but it happened yeah well you know I was just thinking that if I'd have got if I'd have let go and that guy would have run me over yeah that would have looked like shit on my Obituary, wouldn't it? Yeah. Run over by run over by a kid while, or a while car was sketching. Yeah. yeah. All right. So for those who don't know, <clears throat> LMO is a Vietnam vet, a Bronze Star recipient. Thank you. Uh, Thirty nine. Thirty nine years in the Chicago Police and Department. And three months. And fifteen years as Mayor Daly's bodyguard. He's always entertaining. He's a, he was a great guy too, Mayor Daly. Mayor Richard M. Yeah. Daly. And my father was on his uh, father's detail. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't hear much of him lately. No, I think he's uh, kind of... Hiding Well, up. he's in his 80s, I think, too. Mm-hmm. So, By the way, speaking of 80s, shout out to Joyce Randolph. Who just died. Moment of silence. Yeah. 99 years old. The last the of the Honeymooners yeah. cast. Trixie. Trixie. Yeah. Yeah. Got arrested. She was the soul. prettiest. I thought she was the prettiest. You know, and while we're saying shout outs, Dick Haggerty and <gasps> PGOD. Both yeah, well, God bless him. Yeah, uh, that was a rough week. You know, my dad always said the worst part about getting old is when Dying. you lose your friends. Oh, okay. And when I got the cancer, I'm thinking, God, I'm going to be one of those people that they they're saying. Oh. Someday we're all going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of which, how are you feeling? Well, cancer update. Dun, oh. da, 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 yeah, da, da, yeah. Da. Good. Yeah. Um, a little setback. Oh yeah. Nothing to be. I'm not going to. Good. You know. Uh. Uh-uh. 
I'll just go home and take a gummy. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay, kids. It's okay. Um, my PSA, which is the prostate cancer. Yes, yes. The doctor's a little concerned. It's a it, number, right? It's a number. Yeah. It was at 247 three weeks ago. Every three weeks I have the doctor blood work and infusion. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was at 247, and then it went up to 297. Ooh. So if it goes past four. 400? Four. 400. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then we got a little problem. Yeah. Uh, she's, that's why I'm, I'm having the infusion, so, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't come back. What's the infusion? Is it chemo? It's, it's like chemo light. It, oh, it, okay. it, um, supposed to prevent the cancer from coming back. Does it back. make you sick, though, when you have the infusion? No. I, you oh. know what? I am so lucky. Yeah. I got this cancer in October. And I started... October of last year. Last year. Yeah, so I've had it for what? 15 months? October of 2020. Yeah, so what? No, December. 15 months. Okay. I have never been sick a day in my life. Wow. Since I got it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was loaded with it, too. I had a 10-centimeter mass on my uh, prostate. Yeah. And I thought that was going to kill me. And did it shrink or what? Well, I guess the chemo... Uh, oh, knocked it out? Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, the doctor came... <laughs> Second day I was there in Northwestern. Yeah. At greatest hospital in the world, by the way. And uh, he said, uh, Duke, I got some bad news. I don't know how he knew my name was Duke. Yeah. But <laughs> he said, you've got a 10 centimeter mass on your prostate. And your liver, lungs, bone, lymph nodes. Once I heard it was in my lymph nodes, I said, well. Is that out, like not like your right nodes, your left it's nodes? It's my left and right, I guess. Okay. Uh, I said, like wow, I must, how did I get this sick? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, you were out in the jungle and all that. Oh, uh, the jungle. That's what the doctor said. Vietnam. Really? Yeah. Now, have you looked into this? Uh, well, I, I, I'm a little, I, I could, I suppose. I get Because my know. brother was in the Marines, and he was there. And, at, and, uh, at Paris Island, or I where was it? What's the name of it? I can't remember. Camp, no. Camp Lejeune. Camp Lejeune. Yeah. I was, was never there. He was there. Yeah. Uh, so and he's dead, but yeah. he, I could still. Apply and he was him. young too, right? Oh yeah, he Your was. Brother? He was like nineteen or twenty when he did that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 But he didn't die. He didn't. He didn't die until he was sixty-nine. Oh yeah. yeah, but see, I got this. I was there in sixty-nine. Nineteen sixty-nine in Vietnam. Yeah. And I and I and that was what? How many years? Oh, ago? that was Paraquat and all that. Uh, yeah, they. But you know, my buddy. Um, Agent Orange. Agent Orange. Yeah. And we were right along the river sure. by the, you know, and so they were spraying the, so we got it too. Well, have you ever looked into that? You well, I could because Pete Atkinson, my buddy, killed himself on Christmas Eve two years ago. He had it uh, throughout his whole body. But you don't get it if you kill yourself. Well, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. You don't get into heaven. But I, he was in so much pain that oh, he couldn't take, guy. he called me about like we could. And, he, and it was Christmas Eve, he yeah. killed himself. Yeah. Oh, wow. He said, and he told me he was going to kill himself. Yeah, wow. I said, you know, miracles happen every day. Don't do yeah. it. You're right. He's, and the doctors told him there's no hope. Oh, that was nice. Well, them. you know what? I think <laughs> they, they, want, they want you to know. that. The, yeah. And he was in so much pain. Even the morphine doesn't uh, work after a while. Yeah. My sister had breast cancer. She was 70. Mm. And I used to go see her every day. And, and I, I watched her. Go downhill every day. Yeah. What ahead. hospital was she in? Well, um, um, Loyola. Oh yeah. Good hospital. By right the way. over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I am got the greatest doctor, Doctor Sarah Fenton. I know. I've seen her picture. And her, she's very nice too. Yeah. 
very, it's very attractive been, as well. The reason I'm having the body and bone scan tomorrow is she's, Suggested it's just it. a, she wants to make sure that I'm. Preliminary. Okay. Preliminary. Yeah, keep an eye on Maintenance you. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but, you know, I, I play volleyball. I played Do softball. Do you? You're back at all that stuff now? Oh, yeah. Good for you. Uh, I don't play the whole, <coughs> I don't play the whole, because I get tired. Sure. But I play for like four or five minutes, and I sit down, and then I play for four or five minutes more. Well, how old are you? 74. Well, of course you get tired. Well, that's <laughs> that's that's what my kids were saying. Dad, maybe it's not yeah. just because the I'm kids tired are, all the time, too. You get tired. Uh, yeah. 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 I didn't have to shovel the other day, though, because my neighbors... Thank God, I don't. My neighbors that. came out and shoveled for me. Do they? Me. God bless them. Yeah. I was going to shovel, though. I was yeah. going to shovel. I thought you had your wife doing all that. Stuff. My wife's Polish. She does the shoveling. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> then she comes in and cooks. <laughs> God bless her. Those Polish <laughs> people, boy, they're tough. I know one of the things I want to discuss. You were with the uh, Chicago Film Office for quite a time. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah. As a bodyguard on set. Everybody from Robert De Niro to. uh, uh, He's turned into a complete jerk. Yeah, he always was a jerk. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. Jack Nicholson was. We were doing Hoffa, the movie Hoffa, Mm -hmm. and he the Bulls were in the playoffs then, so he he went to the playoffs, (laughs) got a little. Had a few. Yeah. Came home with three girls. I get him at the <laughs> stadium. Yeah. You could see the trailer rolling and rocking. Oh, he brought him back and to And then his he trailer? came out. They yeah. called him. You know, hey, yeah. you know, we're ready for you, Jack. Yeah. He said, I'll be right there. You know, he came out. <laughs> he was the greatest guy. I said, you know, the only phony thing I ever saw you do was in The Last Detail, where he yeah. plays a Navy guy. That's a great movie. They beat up the Marines <laughs> yeah. in the John. Oh, he said that was the only phone he Because I, I was a Marine. You couldn't have beat up five of us. <laughs> yeah. But he's, I, I, I asked him for his autograph. And yeah. I, I said, uh, I have five kids. They, they'd love to get your autograph. Yeah. So he wrote his name five times. Good for him. And he tore it. And he said, here, give each the. Oh, yeah. But he was terrific. He was oh, terrific. Big fan. Big fan of his. Yeah. Yeah. Now Mel Gibson was the best. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And what movie is that? Payback? Payback. Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very, very Catholic, very great. Yeah. I had some nuns come up to me, and they said, would you ask him if, if he would take our picture with us? And Were I they said, in their habits? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, no problem. So I went up, and I said, Mel, the nuns, they were right over there. And I said, yeah. they would love to have their picture taken with you. He was very popular then. Oh, sure. He's Before kind of, he I don't know what up. happened to him. He's kind of. He got a DUI. Yeah, he and he fell off the wagon. He went off. Destroyed his whole career in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? <laughs> well, he's still good. I he's mean. still good. The greatest <laughs> Vietnam movie, besides the Green Berets, yeah, was We Were Soldiers. Oh, see, I've never seen that. Yeah, man. you got to see it. Yeah. It's uh, well. Speaking of, how about Platoon? Did you like? that I didn't one? like that. Really? No, and it got the Oscar. I thought it was pretty good. No, very I bad. Was, I see, all those Hollywood-made Vietnam yeah. movies yeah. cast us in a bad light. Yeah. We're all druggies, baby oh, yeah. killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, when I landed at O'Hare coming home, yeah. I left the Camp Pendleton in California when yeah. I got discharged. And they told us not to wear our uniforms. Because mm. this was 70. You told me about this. You met a guy at the... Harry cursed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> said, how many babies did you kill? Yeah. Boom, I broke his... Him. Knocked his teeth out. <laughs> they were going to lock me up. Here I am just back from Vietnam, <laughs> and I'm going to get locked up. <laughs> I told the guy I was going to be the policeman. Was a great guy. Yeah. He said, "They so I'm going to sue him." And that, 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 that. Oh yeah. Nothing ever came of it though, because 
So whatever happened to but it was a tough Hare time Hare for Krishna guys. They used I don't to be know. All I, over I the don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a tough time for the vets. I'll bet it was. Uh, yeah. Took a long time for us to get the recognition we yeah, deserved. Yeah. Uh, that's why I want to say this. Yeah. You know how the country is now. That's completely. I'm very screwed. disappointed in yes. our country now. Yeah. I don't think the men who fell at Bunker Hill or, or the Little Bighorn or Shiloh or Gettysburg or Quezon, the Frozen Chosen in Korea, would really approve of the way our country is going these days. Uh, Pete Cruz, who who got killed twenty Your buddy. minutes, my buddy. Yeah. I don't think There's a he picture would, of you and him, and five minutes later, he got guy. killed. Yeah. He was from San Antonio, Texas, and I used to tell him, it took 7,000 of you guys to kill Davy Crockett. <laughs> and he said, yeah, Duke, but 6,500 of them were in the band. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes later, he, he was killed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't think they would approve of the way our country is is going. No, now. it's completely screwed Because, up. you know, they're firing on our, Rand is firing on our troops, and... Uh, Stealing our tankers and they we're not doing anything about it. So. And the other guy, and the Secretary of Defense checks himself into. Yeah, the I mean he's. And nobody knows. Yeah, and uh, the the uh, how about Mayor Pete? The the door flies Pete off Buttig the airplane. Pete Buttigieg. Pete, oh, Pete yeah. Buttigieg, yeah. and he's nowhere to be seen. He's getting a Hummer in the back room for. I I I, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I hate. I wasn't that guy. there, so I don't know. But Pete Buttigieg, yeah. Yeah, but that whole crew the world was, is insane. The world is insane. Yeah, I saw that they want to stop tackle football in California now. What below the age of twelve? Um, now my son Colin is playing, um, college, you know, tackle football. Yeah, how old is and he? he? He's eleven. Okay, we're going to his birthday party Sunday oh, at good. Clancy's at one hundred third. Oh, you know what? I yeah. think uh, Katie Sullivan is playing then. Really? Well, maybe that's Friday night. Yeah. I don't know. Plug oh, for Katie Sullivan. So I was talking to my friend, and I says, we're going to Clancy's, Clancy's Pizza. On 103rd Street. He, yeah. he, he said, that doesn't sound quite right, Clancy's yeah. Pizza. It's a good joint. Yeah, Kevin, I, went, I went there for my birthday. Kevin O'Kennedy. Yeah, we, yeah, the kids yeah. took me there for my birthday. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm a little, I want to thank Jane for taking care of me. Uh -huh. Sarah Fenton, my doctor, who is not only very nice, but very, I have a feeling that she really cares about me. Good. Her assistant, Abigail. Uh -huh. You know, last time I was there, Dr. Fenton told me that, you know, she had people who listened to the show. Really? Said they wanted her for a doctor. Okay. They had just gotten admitted into Northwestern. This show? With this cancer. Yeah, and they said they heard her name mentioned on the show. No kidding. And uh, I'm doing so good that yeah. they said, well, she must be a great doctor. And you attest to and that. And I attest to that. Yeah. I am so very lucky. Yeah. I had prayers. Everybody prayed. We were all praying for you. I yeah. did a lot of praying in Ireland when I was yeah. there. That's a great place to pray. Oh, absolutely. Our Lady of Knock yeah. and uh, uh, Our Lady of I prayed to the Our Lady of Fatima too, and I and uh, I I yeah I told you this before. I I wasn't afraid of it because. Yeah. Nobody wants to die, obviously, because yeah, yeah. I have 10 grandchildren. Yeah. I want to see them grow up. And uh, my friends and you guys, Sarah, Billy, and uh, all my friends from grammar school I still see. Uh, I, miss, I would miss the fun of life. Yes, good for you. Like yeah. we're, we're going to go see the Merry Plowboys yeah. February 10th. Yeah. If I wasn't here, we, I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I miss... When I get when I quit drinking, I thought I'm not going to have any fun anymore. 
because I associated the drinking with fun. the fun. Yeah. I, and I thought, what fun. am I going to do on St. <laughs> Patrick's Day? <laughs> Thank God they came out with uh, non-alcoholic. Uh, it's the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've been I'm very lucky. I, I'm, I've never had a day of pain. Wow. Second day I was at Northwestern, they gave me the last rites. Yeah. I never told Jean that oh, because really? I didn't want her to. And she came to see, my kids came to see me every day. And yeah, she, yeah. But I never told them either. How long were you in the hospital? A week, about oh. eight days. Oh, okay. And I was so weak. Yeah. And then I started the chemo. I thought it was You over. lost weight, too. You I was down to weight. 145. Yeah. Holy cow. Now I'm at 191. I weighed Good myself today. Yeah. And your hair's coming back. My hair's coming back. <laughs> Gene said, I didn't know your hair was that long. I said, well, I was a policeman, so. Ah. And it's curly. Well. My dad told me he lost his hair when he was 21. <laughs> but he had great Irish, wavy, curly hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, what happened? He said, I woke up one morning and it was gone. <laughs> it was your, on the floor. <laughs> your dad was the head of the state's attorney. Well, not the head, but he was, he was, there, he was in the Panther Aid. Oh, was he really? Those guys were my character references when I came on. Gloves Davis, George Jones. They were all character references for me. Not that I needed any, because I was, I had the clout. You had clout, man. I had the clout, South Shore. <laughs> my dad knew, I was amazed how many people my dad knew. Yeah. And he told me that Mayor Daly himself. What was his first name? Uh, Frank Joe. Frank, Frank. Well, it said Joseph Frank on the mass guard. Okay. So I grew up, I didn't know what his name you know, because a lot of some, was the chief. Some, he was the, to me, he was the chief because yeah. he was a chief in the navy and yeah. World War II. And uh, I never, I I never really knew what his first name was. Though, because some people called him Joe, yeah. and some people called him Frank. Well, some people call you Duke, and some, and some call, call you me Alamo. Alamo. Yeah. Some call me other things. <laughs> I don't care. I'm at the point in my life where, you know what? If you don't like me, it's. It's uh, it's okay. Uh, it's your loss. I like that too. It's your uh, loss. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm 74. Yeah. Right? What are they gonna What are they gonna do? Send me back to Vietnam? <laughs> you know. Let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Send me to Israel. All right. Tell us some cop stories. Well, I got a cop story. Yeah. There was a very, very, very sad. Um, this woman was walking down uh, in the loop. Yeah. It, actually, about this time of year. Yeah. She was walking with her six-year-old daughter, Wabash and Adams. The icicle came down from the oh, some building. Yeah, went right through her head. Holy cow! In front of her daughter. When was this? About ninety-seven or so. Yeah. We, uh, so we. That's why you were a cop. I was a cop. Oh I was my. on the wagon that day, and we we had to. That was one of the saddest ones I ever. Did. You know, but uh, I had a lot of b sad, a lot of bad ones. Burke we, Ford, you know Burke Ford. No, where's that? Well, he was Southside. Ford. Dealer. Burke Ford. Yeah. Uh, his, Car dealer. Yeah, his eight-year-old daughter. They were playing in the garage. Yeah. And they were in Europe at the time. The, bur the, the parents were in the, in Europe at the time, and her brother hit the button on the um, garage door. Garage door, came down and hit her and knocked her down and strangled her. She was the most beautiful girl. I mean, eight years old. Yeah. Just so beautiful. These are horrible stories. And, and you know what? You and you know, my, my dad used to say, how do you, 
Look at it every well, day. Well, I drank. Yeah. Then I drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one when I stopped drinking, <coughs> I still had to go through all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I figure uh, uh, that's why I've had, I've, I've had so much to do with death that I uh, really wasn't afraid of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't want it. Yeah. Because Nobody I, wants but it. But, you know, I, I like being alive. I, I, I'm kind of, you Are know. Are videotaping this because it's perfect? Yeah. yeah. I like going, right? I like being alive. Okay. I like, uh, I have, I am very lucky. I have a lot of friends. Yeah. I have you for a friend. Thank you, Pat. I have Billy for a friend. Yeah. We're going to go to a game this year, Billy, Cubs game. Yeah. Okay. Sarah, you have to go too. Okay. okay. And uh, we'll go to a Sox game with Mikey. And, okay. And uh, my grandson, Mikey. I'm very fortunate. To, uh, and, and when you think about all I've been through in my life. Yeah. Uh, a divorce. You know, my first wife, when we got divorced, that was very tough. And it was tough on the kids. But, but the kids, you see them all the time. Oh, I now. love my kids. My yeah. kids are so great. So you have five kids. Five kids, ten uh, grandchildren. Ten grandchildren. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about your granddaughter. Charlotte. And yeah. uh, my my granddaughter, Lily, is playing in St. Ignatius. Oh, no kidding. That's where my dad went. How old is Lily? Four, uh, Fourteen. She's the oh, greatest. We at, played St. Ignatius yeah. last week. Did you really? I was at the game. Oh, my God. I don't know. But well, I wanted, to, complete I wanted to go when 58 she... 58 to 8. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trinity lost. Well, I went to a Collins basketball game. He's going to be 11. Yeah. And... The, <laughs> you ever watch 11-year-old boys play basketball? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. <laughs> they, this final score was 11 to 2. Oh, they yeah. lost. There's a great yeah. story. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that was a great story about that. You remember, uh, oh, what the hell was his name? Uh, famous running back for the Bears, George uh, George Conner. George Conner, yeah. George Conner, his, his son told this story, but they were like in grammar school, like at Precious Blood or wherever. And they're standing at the bus and a bunch of kids from the other grade come by and go, How, who won the game? And they went, we lost. <laughs> what was the score? And he goes, 10 to 3. Ten to three? What the heck? <laughs> Kid goes, they got hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ten to three. Yeah. They got hot. Wow. <laughs> when you watch your grandson and they don't get any baskets, no, it's yeah. tough. The ball's just, yeah. 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 Oh, it's, I it went was, through all it of that. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a Sox fan, though, so he's okay. He's, he, who is? My grandson. Oh, Colin. God bless yeah. him. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> he's, a, he's a Sox fan. I don't know if my, you know, Beth, who... My number two daughter, Beth, the one that was in New York on 9-11. Mm -hmm. You see this gray? Yeah. I didn't hear from her for five hours that day. Oh, yeah. And I knew she was there because I, I talked to her the night before. Yeah. And she said, Dad, I've got a class on the 40th floor. She worked on the 42nd floor. Of the World Trade Center? Uh, of Tower One. There goes Charlotte Houlihan. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I knew she was in the building. Yeah. And then the plane hit. And I thought, it's over. It's, I've lost my daughter. She was in the building? She was in Tower One. Yeah. Holy cow. So I called my ex. Yeah. Well, I went to work. I was on my way to work. And they, I told them what was going on. And they said, Duke, just go. Yeah. I was going to go to New York. You know, I mean, I was all set to get on a plane. And well, a lot of police and fire guys. Well, I ended up going the next month. No out kidding. There. Yeah. yeah. Well, to bring her home, too. Yeah. But anyway. So how did she get out of well, the here, building? Well, here's what happened. Yeah. She worked for a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Banking uh, company? Bank, um, stock analyst. Okay. And their other office was six blocks away. Ah. So 20 minutes before the plane hit, 
they sent her to the other office. That's the hand of God. And you know she got halfway to the other office. And the plane hit. And wow. the plane hit. Wow. Holy cow. And uh, so life was all timing, I guess. She you know? would have gone for sure. She would have gone for sure. Because I knew she was, yeah. she was in the building. Holy cow. I would have lost another daughter because <laughs> Nora, my other daughter, right. was visiting her. So I would have lost her too. But she wasn't in the building. She wasn't in the building. Yeah. But well, she was only, how old was Beth then? 20s. 20s. Yeah. Very traumatic. She said she saw, the worst part was she saw the people jumping. Oh, yeah. That was the worst part. Yeah. And she said, I worked, then she went to work in the Sears Tower when she came over here. Oh. I said, I haven't got enough gray hair yeah, now. Because, yeah. you know, if they hit Chicago, they're going to hit the Sears Tower. So you saw it on TV I and, saw, went, oh, and uh, she's in there. Well, I, I, I heard it on the radio on oh, yeah. the way to work. Oh, you were working then. The first district then. Yeah. And I said, oh, my, I was a wreck. Yeah. And my captain, great, great guy, Fleming was his name, said, Duke, go. Oh, yeah. Go. I called my ex. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. And <laughs> I said, have you heard from Beth or Nora? Yeah. She said, she was crying. She said, no, you better get out here. So um, I went out there. She was living in Orland with the condo I paid for. Her, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and uh, we went, six hours went by. And oh, wow. Beth finally called me. Oh, yeah. So she was pissed off that Beth called me. And oh, her. so her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but it was, it was just one of the, you know what? You're either lucky or you're not lucky. That's amazing. 20 yeah. minutes before. 20 minutes. Go, go deliver this stuff we, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She would have, her and Nora would have been chopped up for sure. Yeah. But you know, it was, it was sad because when I went out there in October to bring her home, you take. She said, I'm leaving. I'm quitting this job. And I'm, oh, yeah. 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 I don't blame yeah. her. <coughs> we took the subway. In and, Manhattan. Uh, to Manhattan. And all you saw on the side of the uh, subway stations were mm -hmm. pictures of the people oh, God. who were disintegrated. They yeah, were all disintegrated. Yeah, they yeah. never found any of the bodies. Sure. Or yeah. 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 So. Unbelievable. You know, it was great because, well, it wasn't great, but. I never saw, everybody had a flag on their house in after 9-11, after oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, You're driving the cars and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the people forget. Sure. People yeah. forget, yeah. you know. Huh. And the same people who blew up those, those buildings, Hamas, yeah. ISIS, yeah. are the people that these college kids are all I demonstrating know. And for. And the president of Harvard. And the president and of Harvard. Garbage. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I found out she's still got a job there. I know, making a million bucks a year. 900000 a year yeah. she makes. I know. Unbelievable. Where, yeah. I, when I was in corporal in Vietnam, I was making $225 a month. Wow. And they used to take $40 out for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where are you going to spend it in Vietnam? So yeah, I used exactly. to send it home. We know where you wanted to uh, spend it. I wanted to spend <laughs> it. That didn't cost much, though. Uh, <laughs> okay. We won't go there. Much. I did get to go to Australia, though. Did you really? On R&R? R&R &R in Australia. Yeah. How long Very Irish, Sarah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I stayed with an Irish girl. Yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. worked there. Everybody works there. Well, why not? Yeah. yeah. So it was a great... It, you in know, Australia. She, she was a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a little romance. I had a little affinity with nurses. I almost married a nurse here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The well, time I shot that guy in the parking lot at Cook right. County Hospital. You were flirting with a nurse. Because I was flirting with a nurse. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Have you told that story? Mary Pirelli. Would you like to tell that story? I'll tell it real quick. I was going out with Mary Pirelli, whose father was one of these guys, the Mustache Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah. They lived in Lake Forest. And um, Joseph Spenders Pirelli was his name. And it took. I had a little beat-up car. It, it took me 40 minutes to get up her driveway. But were you, but you were a cop. Then. I was a cop. Yeah. I was just, yeah, a young cop, too. Yeah, I was yeah. just out of the academy. And, and uh, policemen seem to go out with nurses. Because, well, because we, our first responders. Our work draws us together. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was working midnights, and Mary was working days. So I, used, I went to see her in the morning before I got off. Yeah. And... Uh, Oh, before you went home. You before said, I went oh, home. Go say hi to Mary. Yeah, yeah, before I went to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guy come up to me and he says, Officer, there's a guy Were raping a nurse. you in uniform? Nurse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Raping a nurse in the parking lot. I said, oh, great. Yeah. So I go out there and there's, sure as hell, there's, you know. Uh, Calhoun. Uh, yeah. Oriental nurse. Yeah. Uh, Filipino, actually. Was and it d- during the day? It was, was it 7.30 light? Was it in the morning. morning. Oh, in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sun's coming up. Yeah. And I I didn't want to yell this stuff they yell on TV. Stop around shoot, you know, oh, this yeah. bullshit. So I I said, Hey <laughs> He looked up and he I guess he hadn't finished what he was doing, so he he went back to it. So then he went back and then he got up and ran. Oh. I fired six times. Okay. Yeah, those are the days where you could you know, I mean yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any cameras or any, you oh. know. And Dad was in the state's attorney's <laughs> office then, so I shot him four times, and, and uh, we dragged him into the back of county hospital, and nothing ever happened. I went home. Yeah. Did he live? I saw him 20 years later. Honest to God. Honest to God. The same guy. I only shot him four times. I only hit him four times, so yeah. I don't know where the other two bullets went, but... <laughs> Somebody tell might us have about, been walking down tell, Harrison tell, Street. Tell us about when you saw him. Well, I saw him. Yeah, you saw it was the same guy. Same guy. Oh yeah, he name. was he was in a wheelchair. Oh yeah. So I must have paralyzed him. Okay. He was selling drugs at 59th and Racine. Oh my God. Yeah, he didn't he didn't recognize me. Hey, remember me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. He was the guy. That was the guy. That's a great story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he lived. How do you live being shot four times? I know it's. Incredible. You know, I, well, I sur- I got shot once and I survived. So. Tell that story. Well, I was uh, working in Inglewood. 55th and Halstead, they were robbing a liquor store. Yeah. We were working one-man cars then, yeah. and no vests. And you, the the call came out, uh, robbery in progress. So you never pull up in front. So I parked on the street, and I ran up to the front of the you know liquor store. And this guy ran out. He's coming out. Guns 45 blazing. in his hand. Yeah. Shot him four times. Shot him once in the head. Yeah. Yeah. They tell you to aim for the center. So your bullets probably usually oh, go up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I went, started there, and it went up, hit him in the forehead. That killed him. Nice shot. It was a nice shot. <laughs> Actually, all four shots were good shots. But we were pretty close. I was pretty close to him. Uh, yeah. So um, I went over to see if he was dead, and and I heard somebody say, look out. And the other guy had come out and shot me in the stomach. Yeah. And luckily, he didn't shoot me again. Yeah. But then the... Then the cavalry came oh, good. and killed him. Good. Yeah. But they took me to Holy Cross, and I said, oh, God, I'm going to die, because Holy Cross had a terrible reputation then. Where's Holy Cross? The 67th and... Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
California, I think. Yeah, yeah. Very bad hospital then. Okay. But I had the greatest doctor in the world, Dr. Yep. Well, not the, because Dr. Fenton's the greatest doctor in the world. Okay, yes. Uh, but at the time, you know, the Dr. guy from the Dr. Ireland. The guy yeah, Ireland. County Wicklow, Dr. Yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. Came into my room smoking a cigar. Yeah. He said, Duke, you're going to be fine. And you had heard, if you get shot in the gut, it's, oh, it was it's over. curtains. It's Blake and Lamb. It's Blake and Lamb. Blake and Lamb time. Yeah. The famous yeah. funeral home on the yeah. south side. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they. They said Blake and Lamb because they do the policemen's. They do a lot of policemen's oh, funerals. God Killed in action. Them. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, our police force is very. I, where was I the other day? I was talking to a, a young policeman. He had two years on the job. And, yeah. Uh, I think he was one of the fathers of one of the girls I was at, at the game, at Collins' game. Oh, okay. He said he had two years on the job and he was going to quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's no good. It's it's terrible. It's not a career. It's not a career anymore. It's but you know a lot of them they're now they won't let them come on the show. I was talking to a guy the other day and he said somebody got a seven day suspension for saying something to a reporter, not me, yeah, but a reporter, yeah. So they're gun shy and it's I don't blame them. But that's yeah. why retired cops are yeah. the best. You retired cops out there come on here and tell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had thirty nine years. That's a long time. It sure is. Yeah. One of the longest that I've ever And I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. When I first came on in 71, you could do anything. <laughs> like I shot that guy at County Hospital and yeah. I went home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't have to do any reports. or Like Dirty Harry, you know, he kills four people. He goes home. Right? <laughs> That's the way it was. I did call my dad um, because I shot him in the back. Wait, that sounded weird. I did call my dad because I shot him in the back. Well, because no, uh, my dad was state, that out. state's attorney's office. Yes. You called your dad. I called my dad first. Yeah. and uh, Because you thought there might be some. There might be some repercussions Yes, about that's this. the word I was looking and, for. And they, they wanted to know. They didn't care about me shooting him in the back. They wanted to know why I shot him so many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, sure. when I shot the guy at the bar, that was robbing the bar or the liquor store. Yes. They didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was a clean hit. That was a that was a good hit. Yeah. Well, he was armed too. Yeah, that's right. He was carrying. In fact, I yeah. took his forty. He had a forty-five. I took yeah. it home. Did you really? I took it home. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't need it for evidence. They didn't need it for evidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't have cameras then, so no, it was a good job. It was a great job. Did they even have vests? They didn't have vests. We didn't have vests till Jane Byrne came in in oh, the eighties. Wow. God, I never wore them. mine though. Oh really? No, yeah. I never wore mine because I was fat. Okay. It made me look fatter. Yeah, didn't you weigh close to three hundred? Holy cow. I had more chins than a Chinese phone book. <laughs> <laughs> when I got on the scale, it said one person at a time. <laughs> 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 and you know, when I quit drinking, I lost 140 pounds. Good for you. In fact, I, I lost so much weight so quickly. That's why I don't quit because I'm afraid I know. I'd be getting, yeah. just go down to nothing. Yeah, I got anemic. <laughs> oh, so, did you? Yeah, yeah, because I lost the weight so quickly. Hey, one of my favorite stories was Big Jam... Colosimo. Tell that story. Okay, so well, I was in 22 at the time, yeah. and um, I was working midnights. And Big Jim Colosimo, who was a famous gangster Irish, Irish, in the 20s, killed by Al Capone. Yeah. And because um, he wouldn't get into the liquor rackets, and so they had him killed. Yeah. So they said, uh, We need a guy to go to Oakwood Cemetery. <laughs> And this is midnight now. They thought it was going to get vandalized or something. Yeah, because right? he supposedly it was in the paper. He was he was buried with his rings, jewelry, mm -hmm. and two forty fives. 
Wow. And his mausoleum. Oh, so they were going to try and get so this. So they were going to, th yeah. the rumor was they were going to. So, so the captain says, Duke, he, Duke, <laughs> you, you go, Duke. Yeah. Because, huh. you know, he knew I didn't, death doesn't bother me. I yeah, yeah. Cemetery. So and I. you picked I, up a, I, a I case of beer uh, on your way, 12, right? 12 or 24. And yeah. there was, I hate to say this, but there was a hooker outside. She wouldn't go in the cemetery with me, though. <laughs> They're afraid of dead people, I guess. So, <laughs> so I. So I, I, they didn't tell me where the mausoleum was. You had to find it? I had to find it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had about Meanwhile, six, the cemetery's closed. It now. was closed. The guy came uh. down and opened it so I oh, could go in. Yeah, and yeah. I had to use my own car. Yeah. So um, after about six beers, I, I, I thought, well, maybe I should try and find it. Yeah, you find know? it. Because yeah. <laughs> the they might come by and check on me. You yeah. know? So I tripped over a headstone <laughs> and hit my head on the... Oh, my God. <laughs> but I was drunk, so I didn't feel it. <laughs> I found it. You found his. I found uh, it. His mausoleum. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, what? I wouldn't have fallen if I hadn't gone to look for it. Yeah. And who was going to know if I found it or not? <laughs> right? Nobody's going to come down here at three in the morning. Big Jim was going to know. Big Jim. Yeah. <laughs> the spookiest thing about being in the cemetery all night, because I was so drunk by then that I didn't care. Yeah. But it gets, um, you know, you, weird. After you have about eight or nine beers, sure. you start to hear things yeah, and see yeah. things and. <laughs> The hardest part was driving home in the morning. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they—they, they, you know, we didn't have cell phones then, so. Oh, that's right. We yeah. had uh, and I didn't even have. I didn't even have. No, I had my own car. I didn't even have a police radio. Yeah. <laughs> so I could have gone home. They wouldn't have known. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy did go to and meet me there. So I. I could, Who did? The oh. the groundskeeper. Oh the yeah. Cemetery. To let you in, he knew but it was home. funny. The captain picked me because he knew. Send to. He's probably gonna get drunk anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky. You know that? Yeah. When but you think I, about yeah. it. it was, you know what? That's why the job was so much fun then. <clears throat> sure, because now there'd be all these persnickety jerks. You couldn't do, oh, half, okay. you yeah, couldn't yeah, do yeah. any of the stuff we oh, did no. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like that woman that jumped out of the nursing home at... I was just on, just gotten out of the academy. Is this when you guys were in the Leroy wagon? Leroy McNamara and yeah. I were in <laughs> the wagon. You're in the wagon. He was both drunk. We were both drunk. <laughs> Seven in the morning, the woman jumped out of the nursing home. And landed on top of our wagon. <laughs> on top of the paddy wagon. <laughs> and, and fell. And rolled. And rolled <laughs> by me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we were going to get off in 20 minutes. So yeah. Leroy said, what are we going to do? <laughs> I said, I, I don't know. I was, Leroy had like 80 years on the job. So he was the boss. Sure. My dad said, you know, just, defer do, what to they, him. just yeah. do what they tell you. Yeah. So people were starting to have the sun's coming up. People were starting to look out the window. It's a dead body next to the baby Leroy, Leroy says, let's go. <laughs> and we left. <laughs> left the day crew get her. Yeah, because, you know, in those days we didn't get overtime. <laughs> crew we didn't up. get overtime or anything. Wait, do we have time for one more? <laughs> no. Okay, no? Ah. Oh, oh, this is this is you know, about stuff. the guy I had at 48 below zero in the... He kept it. He was a hostage situation yeah. in his house. He just killed his whole family. <laughs> it was a hostage situation. We had the house surrounded. Yeah. And it was like 28 below. No, no kidding. 28 below zero. Yeah. But we had to stand outside. And I had a half a pint of, uh, <laughs> we, you know, they sent us over there. I stopped at the liquor store and got a <laughs> Blackberry brandy. <laughs> so we were there for like two or three hours. And he finally decided to come out. Yeah. But when he came out, unfortunately, he had his gun with him. Uh, yeah. So he, he got, they he got up lit up. Yeah, yeah, he lit up pretty good. <laughs> we were so fucking cold. Oops. <laughs> 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 Let's kill this prick. 
Oops. Get it over with. Let's kill this prick and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> but he, we got six bodies inside the house. Oh, my he killed God. His, he killed his mom and dad. Oh, and what a piece of crap. Yeah. Oh. Piece of crap. Oh, we have to wrap this up. It's been delightful well, as always. The, you see this scar? Yeah. See this scar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who had, another guy that had just killed his mother and father, I jumped, I got up on the porch, and he took a shot at me. Oh, wow. And it went, creased my face right yeah, here. Yeah, And we lit him up, too. Oh, my yeah, God. we lit him up, too. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to light him up because he went out, he went in and ran out the back door, and then they lit him up. They were waiting for him. There. Yeah. But I thought I was dead. I mean, yeah. I thought, oh, my God. We got to wrap this up, pal. We'll wrap it up. It's just Thanks true. again to Gene Absolutely. for taking care of me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for caring you do you know you keep do, the prayers coming you do a lot more than you think okay. you, you yeah. know for the police and boy they need they need it now tell me about it and yeah. the firemen they're the best and right? the nurses and the nurses god love the nurses yeah. okay yeah. james duke alamo lynch god bless you pal remember Hang the alamo there. yeah take a little break here on hibernian radio i'll be right back after these messages from our friends Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste, recycling, and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Hey, everybody. This is Charlotte Houlihan. Don't touch that dial. My grandpa will be right back some more Hibernian radio. He said something about seeing a man about a horse. Sounds like I'm actually going to get that pony after all. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847-872-0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com. Irish American News. We've always been green. Cops and firefighters risk their lives almost every day. So they shouldn't have to risk their hard-earned dough in any get-rich schemes or the blather of old pals in the real estate biz. And good luck trying to figure out the stock market or cryptocurrency or even economics 101 when you come home exhausted at the end of your shift. What you need is somebody you can trust. And they're in short supply these days. Hey, take it from me. I've lost fortunes in showbiz because I thought I was smarter than everybody else and I wound up bankrupt and broke. It took me a long time to decide to find a friend I could trust who had my family's best interests at heart. That friend was my late pal, Joe Madden. I met him as he passed the basket at St. Luke's and I'd turn my pockets inside out as he came to my pew and I'd say, I'm tapioca. He laughed but didn't stop him from supporting my films and showbiz endeavors over the years. Joe Madden had my back. A few years before he died, Joe started Madden Funds with his sons, Mike and Danny. The Maddens and Houlihans have been pals for a long, long time. They can advise the best path for your investments. Madden Funds will have your back too. 
Need advice on your 401k or your rollover IRA? You can trust Madden Funds to help you protect and grow your investments now and in your family's future. Go to their website, maddenfunds.com, or call Mike or Dan Madden at 708-848-3200 and tell them who Lee sent you. And we're back. And how about that Alamo, James Duke, Alamo Lynch? All I can say is... Thank God for the statue of statute of limitations. <laughs> uh, I want to remind everybody, Monday night, January 22nd, Chicago Police Department, FOP Lodge 7, over at 1412 West Washington Boulevard at 7 p.m. is the annual chili cook-off. Bring your crack pot of chili and enter to win prizes. Celebrity judging panel to be announced, but I do know one of the celebrity judges is the new queen of the St. Patrick's Day Parade, Grace O'Connor, and her court will be there. You got music by Finbar O'Fagan and the Pipes and Drums of the Emerald Society. Plenty of libations and Guinness, because Guinness is good for you. Check out their website for more details, Emerald Society of Illinois. The promotion of Irish culture and goodwill. Facebook and Twitter as well. That's all our pals. We'll be there. I'll be there, but I'm not, not going to be a judge this year because I grabbed my pants on the way home last day. All right, so, you know, Billy, whenever I'm walking down Ken's or walking to Western Avenue, looking at one of Ken's, Wrong's, Hearts, any of those great Irish saloons, and I see the ghost of my old pal Jimmy Goff through the mist, he says to me, Hey, holy, who died? Shout out to Joyce Randolph from the Honeymooners. God rest her lovely soul, 99. Also, William Patrick Hallahan, Hallahan, 92, retired Chicago Police Department, United States Army veteran, beloved husband of the late Patty, Loving father of William J. Hallahan, Danielle, and Michael Hallahan. In lieu of flowers, memorials appreciated Chicago Police Memorial Foundation. Proud retired Chicago Police Officer Patrick Mulhern, beloved partner of, partner of Carol Nelson, and the dearest brother of Michael and Gloria and Mary and the late David. The Reverend John Flynn, age 96, Augustinian. Father Flynn served in multiple roles, including prior, provincial, formation director, pastor, associate pastor, and member of the health care team. He served in many parishes across the country, including St. Rita and St. Clair. Father Flynn was the loving son of the late Clarence and Edna, and Edna Flynn, the loving brother of Edward. Father Flynn will be remembered for his warm personality, pastoral care, and sensitivity to people's needs. In lieu of flowers, memorials to Augustinians to support care of elderly friars, and seminary formation of young friars appreciated. God rest his soul, Father John Flynn, 96. Ann Masterson, 93. Ann was born in Rossmuck, County Galway. Uh, Ann, our Connemara Rose, lived in Rossmuck until she bravely immigrated to Chicago at the age of 19. Thanks to her strong faith, she stayed the course in America, laid her family's foundation for generations to come. She was the beloved wife of the late Martin Masterson, who held the rank of sergeant, Chicago Police Department. She is survived by her eight children. I don't want to get through all their names. Anne was a loving aunt to 50 nieces and nephews across U.S., Ireland, England, Scotland, and Italy. She was a prominent figure in Chicago's Irish community. She was a founding member of both the Galway Fellowship Club and the Irish American Heritage Center in Chicago. And Anne was also a devout Catholic and was an avid supporter of the Columban Fathers. Oh, those are my people, those are Columban Fathers. And the St. Patrick Fathers, Anne Masterson, 93, God rest her soul. Thomas Hennigan, 81, a native of Shangroth, Termacady, County Mayo, Ireland. Beloved husband of Nora, loving father of Thomas, James, and Sean. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to the St. Patrick's Fathers. God rest his soul, 
Tom Hennigan. Dennis Denny Ross, 95, a native of Deering's Clunicole, County Sligo, Ireland. Devoted husband of Kathleen for over 65 years. The loving father of Mary, John, Michael, Anne, Kathy, and the late infant son, John Francis. Longtime member of Gaelic Park and member of Local 502 Cement Masons and Area 5 Plasterers Union. And Lou Flowers donations to Mercy Home. God rest his soul, Denny Ross, 95. Eugene J. O'Sullivan, 90, of Western Springs, beloved husband of the late Arlene for 59 years, loving father of Kathy, Peggy, Paul, and Ann. Eugene graduated from Presentation, Presentation Grammar School, St. Mel High School, and St. Joseph College. He went on to serve in the United States Army, stationed in Germany. He was a dedicated employee of Montgomery Ward. Faith and family were most important to Gene and lieu of flowers. Donations may be made to any church or charity of your choice. Gene O'Sullivan. God rest his soul, 90. Maureen Moe Deegan, Deegan, knee Burke, age 56. Oh, 56, that's young. Beloved wife of Tom Deegan, beloved, devoted and loving mother to her three children, Michaela, Tommy, Declan, and future son-in-law, Matt Cacciatore. Maureen was one of a kind, so was so deeply loved and so sorely missed. She enjoyed the simple things in life, such as spending time with family and friends, the Cubs, being on any beach, and calling her loved ones multiple times a day. There was not a single selfish bone in Maureen's body. God rest her soul, Maureen Moe Deegan. Mary Therese Calhoun, Nee Fitzgibbon, beloved wife of the late Owen, loving mother of Mary, Robert, Anne, Maureen, and the late Joan, Margaret. God rest her soul, Mary Teresa Calhoun. Mary Kay McBride, 70. She was the beloved daughter and later in life the devoted caretaker of the late John McBride and the late Mary McBride. Mary Kay is survived by a great number of loving cousins here in Ireland. She was a big White Sox fan. She also volunteered her time working and helping at the Oaklawn Senior Center. Was an active member of her local chapter of the Red Hat Society. I don't know what that is, but God rest her soul. Richard Francis Pendergast died at home in Evanston. He was born in Oak Park. He was married to Barbara Dolan, and they had three children, Eileen, Tom, and Jim. Uh, he's survived by his wife, Barbara, uh, children and spouses, Eileen Prendergast, Mike, Tom, and Shelley Prendergast, and Jim and Bridget Prendergast, Richard Prendergast, God rest his soul. James P. Sullivan, age 69, beloved husband of nearly 47 years to Lynn, loving father of James Jr. and Courtney. God rest his soul, James P. Sullivan. We'll close up the crypt. I'll be right back after these messages from our friends. <laughs> With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150. And we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. 
more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Deep, deep in the south side of Chicago. Get me out of here. So deep, deep. All the way up to 93rd Street. Get me out of here, please. Across the tracks where they only spoke yakky dot. Oh. And the people barely survived on a strict diet of crunchy bunks and bamboo. Hey, man, you want another drink? Yes. Can I get you two? This yeah. This is almost 70 years we're talking. 70 when years? What? Oh. Something entered his cranium. His cranium? Right. And wormed around his frontal lobes oh. and took him to a state of mind. Mind, yes. mind, mind. Didn't place on the other side of bunkers. Welcome. <laughs> Crazy, silly, screwy. Have, have a seat. seat. <laughs> Known as... Hooletown. <laughs> Welcome to Hooletown. Don't stay too long, though. How come? Because you might not come back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hooletown. Why, thank you. And you're welcome. Yeah, welcome to Hooletown. That's our old pal, Greg Holloman. You'll be hearing more about him soon. A little story about Wisconsin milk. The only cow in a small town in Texas stopped giving milk. The people did some research and found that they could buy a super milk cow up in Antigua, Wisconsin, for two grand. They bought the cow from Wisconsin, and the cow was wonderful. It produced lots of milk all of the time. The people were pleased and very happy. They decided to acquire a bull to mate with the cow and produce more cows like that one. They would never have to worry about their milk supply again. They bought a bull and put it in the pasture with their beloved cow. However, when the bull came close to the cow, the, the cow would move away. No matter what approach the bull tried, the cow would move away from the bull and could not be su- succeed. And he could not succeed in his quest. The people were very upset and decided to ask the vet, who was very wise. They asked the veterinarian what was happening. Whenever the bull approaches our cow, she moves away. If he approaches from the back, she moves forward. When he approaches from the side, she backs off and approaches from the side and walks away to the other side. The vet thinks about this for a moment and asks, "Did you did you buy this cow in Wisconsin?" The people were dumbfounded, since they had never mentioned where they bought the cow. You are truly a wise veterinarian. They said, how'd you know we got the cow in Wisconsin? The vet replied with a distant look in his eyes and said, my wife is from Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Just a final, we're going to bring, you've heard Greg Holloman. He's our intro to uh, Hooleytown. We're we're bringing a new thing out called Black Irish with the one and only Greg Holloman. It's going to be a terrific story, and we're going to start it here on the radio. It's the story of, uh, well, Second City veteran actor Greg Holloman, a Seamus O'Hooligan Jr., who was adopted at birth when his Zambian mother could not afford to take care of him, and a kindly Irish couple who had settled in Chicago, and her husband from County Clare, Seamus O'Hooligan, adopted the lad and raised him as their own. Not without difficulties, both comic and heartbreaking, as we explore the world of Seamus O'Hooligan on the south side of Chicago. And this is a show we're doing with Greg. I'm going to play Seamus O'Hooligan Sr. He'll be playing Seamus O'Hooligan Jr. You may have seen Greg on Strangers with Candy, Second City. He's the best. We were with him just the other night, and he's so funny. And very excited about this. 
especially for all you people who are looking for diversity, equity, and inclusion on our show. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. Oh, I think Billy Donnelly's next week. Let me just check the calendar. Yes, it is the one and only Billy Donnelly. We'll hope to see you all at the chili cook-off. I'll be wearing special pants. We'll see you then. See you later. Bye. See how far I was from God. And I buckled up my shoes. And then I started walking.